Hey guys, it's Marina from Peace Learn Health. Welcome back. I want you to educate yourself with me, whether it be spiritually, mindfully, or through wellness. That is why I created this podcast. Please note, podcast disclaimer, any information, statement, opinion, whether it be mine or a guest, please consult your professional advisor or healthcare professional. Thank you and thank you for tuning in. I had such a pleasure to finally get to speak to Witchy Ricky, and she's the founder of Solennial Space. So if you put those two together, it's Soul and Millennial. And so basically what you find out is that she basically has her viewers, her listeners, her community basically try to figure out what is their sole purpose? Whether that's basically guiding them and assisting them to self-reflection or self-awareness and all through basically using tools like crystals and tarot cards and astrology, which was really fun to learn about all the 12 zodiac houses. We actually spoke about this very briefly in the podcast, and I was just really amazed by it because it was something that I personally just learned about. So without further ado, here is the podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I would like to introduce you to our special guest, Witchy Ricky. Hi, Ricky. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, my name is not actually Witchy Ricky. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Um, But this is a, I guess... My a part of my higher self, I like to say, of this um, transitioning from not knowing who you are to you know starting to see who you are. So, um, yeah, I used to live in Chicago, and I recently moved um, over the summer to San Diego, California, with my boyfriend, and that really, really was the start of. Um, just me stepping into my higher self, which is, you know, what I'm working towards today. And so I am a self-proclaimed witch. No, this is not something that my family believed in. Actually, my family, um, I thought it was evil and didn't want me messing with tarot cards and stuff like that. But, you know, ever since I was put in touch with all these divination tools and this just different expanded consciousness and awareness. Um, I have been very open with sharing with my parents on like who I am, what I like to do and stuff. And yeah, so it brings me here to Witchy Ricky and um, I am just, yeah, practice (laughs) witchcraft, I guess you would say, and manifestation and I read tarot cards and yeah, I'm really, really into this whole spiritual lifestyle and it really does bring me closer to my highest self and I just want to help other people be able to experience that too and, you know, get closer to their higher selves as well. 
Thank you for that. Can you tell us a little bit more like a backstory of exactly why you chose to be called Witchy Ricky? Yes. So um, it actually started with just the name Ricky because um, (laughs) I was probably in my 20s, early 20s, and that was the time where me and my friend group were just, you know, going out, drinking, having fun, partying, and I wanted a nickname. And so one of my friends came up with the nickname Ricky. And I liked it because it was kind of masculine, but still a little bit feminine. And that totally represented me as a person. I can be pretty fiery and masculine sometimes. And so Ricky became my almost alter ego nickname slash alter ego, but it wasn't in a positive way, right? (laughs) I would get really drunk and say stupid things or mean things or just do crazy stuff. And then I would just blame it on Ricky. Like, oh, it's just Ricky, whatever. And it wasn't really until like two, three years ago that I was like, okay, I need to start living a little bit more consciously. This Ricky person, alter ego, is not necessarily that I want to be. I don't want to be this like rude drunk girl or this arrogant um, person. Um, So I decided to kind of just like, okay, take some of the strengths and um, recreate myself and recreate that person, Ricky. And so... Um, it was through that witchy part (laughs) that that really came through of, um, still being this strong masculine, um, in her masculine, just in her power, divine woman, um, and being able to even incorporate that witch word that for so long has been seen as a bad thing. And, um, yeah, just kind of meshing them together of, you know, this, a strong, wise woman and, you know, this um, crazy, strong, outspoken person and really meshing them together into something beautiful that is witchy, Ricky, and just, um, yeah, I guess my spiritual side in general. So how would you define that in the sense of spirituality and then this kind of idea behind society saying you know witches are like considered like evil and whatnot how how can you feel you as a person just generally how do you define that for yourself in a spiritual way so I really see it as just um a woman in her power right which really just means wise woman and because um, these women were wise and they were healing themselves with plants and herbs and all this stuff. And um, people were scared of that strong woman, that wise woman. And um, for me, whenever I would hear the word, I would never take offense to it. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm a witch. Who cares? I, I liked scaring people as a child. I... <laughs> I was like obsessed with porcelain dolls and everybody else was like freaked out. And I just loved having that sense of um, little power. And so, yeah, that's how I see it. It's just a woman really in her power and being connected to nature and to the universe 
and in like turn being able to use the universe and nature um, to manifest and to work that magic that people are so scared of, of witchcraft or whatever it, it that's all I really see it as, you know. That's interesting because I always thought porcelain doll- dolls were actually really creepy. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, you, you're not the only one. <laughs> I had a collection and I would scare everyone. I'm like, if you stare at that one, it'll blink at you and they would just freak out. <laughs> when I was much younger, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch had like some episode with a doll and I don't know why I was creeped out by it. <laughs> Yeah, dolls get a bad rap, man. But I love them. Yeah, they really do. I mean, you know, Chucky, right? Yep, Chucky. Yeah, I see. I was never afraid of that stuff. I thought it was just so funny. Well, there you go. That's that was the witch. Exactly. (laughs) So my next question is: What are your thoughts on deja vu? Deja vu. So. I think deja vu is so interesting and I don't really, I don't have something to explain it, but I really, really do believe that it is when timelines or dimensions or something are merging and crossing. Um, For me, when you get deja vu, I think it is a really good sign and just a really strong Um, almost like prophetic sign of you're getting little glimpses of what's going to happen or you are on the right path. Um, Yeah, to me, it's almost like, I don't know, yeah, these like different dimensions and then just different um, moments in time that are like merging together. And when they all like merge, it hits you like, wait a minute, (laughs) I felt like I've been here before. You've said that before or whatever. So uh, to me, I think it's a really, really good sign. And um, really, really uh, deep prophetic signs to pay attention to. You know, it's like, oh, okay, like, how am I feeling? Who am I with? What did this, you know, what what is this triggering in my body? What is my body telling me and stuff like that? So a lot of people know you through a selenial yes. space, and you have a blog there. So can you tell us a little bit more about your blogs as far as you mentioned something about how you feel that gratitude is very important. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So to me, gratitude is um, this frequency that you go to and showing appreciation and acknowledging the universe is in turn going to have the universe show appreciation to you and acknowledge you. So it's kind of that energy that, you know, whatever you put out, you get back. So that's what I really view it as, as when you give gratitude, the universe hears you and the universe then um, wants to give you more of that, wants to make you happy because you are being so appreciative and saying thank you. Um, I like to think of it as like, when you're dealing with kids and the more positive reinforcement you give a kid like, Oh, wow. Good job. Oh, that is awesome. Like, yeah, good. You know, the more they keep doing it and they'll just keep on doing it because that, you know, positive feedback and just that overall like love and gratitude, um, 
really energizes them. So that's what I see it as in the reverse. It's like, okay, I want to praise the universe and thank the universe and know that like, I see you universe. I see what you did for me and I appreciate it. And then um, the universe is like a kid and it's like, yay, let me do it again. <laughs> I love how you put positive reinforcement in there. As, as a daycare teacher, I totally agree with you on that. <laughs> yes. And then the 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 universe has your back, the Gabby Bernstein book. So yes, definitely I, I feel you in all these, you know, things that you're mentioning. Yeah. So. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because I caught myself actually this past week. I was like, wait a minute, I have not given gratitude in a while. Because usually I'll just, you know, light a little candle, do a little gratitude um saying or affirmation and um, yeah, I caught myself that I hadn't done that in a while. So I really did take the time to give some gratitude to the universe. And um, I think a lot of the times we overlook these like good things that happen, or if we set goals, and we meet our goals, and we're just like, hungry for more. That's really the time where we need to like slow down and give that gratitude, show that appreciation, um, in order to keep receiving it. Nice. Thank yeah. you, Ricky. So can you tell us a little bit more to our listeners about your shop and your offering? Yeah, so um, Selenial Space um, is really a place where we want to just help other people connect to the power within. We all have it. If you don't know where it is, you know, that's where the shop comes into play. Um, we have tons of products that will help you connect to that power. So we have a variety of crystals that you can use to either meditate or just to put in your home to cleanse um, or whatever to add extra energy to any manifestations. I also um, just started making little crystal jewelry. And yeah, they are, I'm so proud of them. <laughs> they are my little babies. Um, but the crystal jewelry does really, it goes fast. So if you're interested in getting updates whenever I make more, um, feel free to join our email list to the um, listeners and you will get an email on when these um, pieces come out. They are one of a kind. I make them all myself. I design them all myself. So um, that's really exciting. Something new. Um, we also offer tarot readings and I am in the process of redoing them right now. They're kind of just the basic tarot readings with the classic writer weight, um, deck. So I'm working on incorporating a few different decks really to give, um, people more insight and different perspectives. And also just again, helping connect with that power within through understanding, um, situations in your life and just getting more clarity on stuff like that. I do also, I don't have any right now, but I will be making more soon. I make sage bundles and I put together some witchy boxes with some spells that you can do at home. And we are currently also working on some lip oil and custom-made ashtrays and pyramids and organize. So we are just expanding. We're excited. Yeah. Wow. You definitely let me know something interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have not been um, 
showing our products and services as much on our Instagram, but it, we're definitely going to start doing that more because we're so excited about everything that we're offering and everything still to come. And of course, this is all meant to um, really help these other people um, connect to this other energy that, you know, raise their consciousness through these tools. Um, of course, you don't need any tools. I'm just going to put that out there. I am <laughs> always the person I'm going to be transparent. You don't need crystals. You don't need sage, right? You don't need me to read your tarot cards. You could do that on your own. But I know that it is, um, for some people, it's very intimidating <laughs> when you first step into this world. And you might not even know where to find credible information or credible sources. So that's where we come in to um, give you that first stepping stone into this whole spiritual world and bring, you know, be able to bring people and clients to a place where they don't need us anymore, where they can just fully fly on their own. Because I truly believe that we are here and you too, Marina, with what you're doing, you know, we're here to really raise the consciousness and help shine the light for other people to come and follow. Yeah, definitely with the whole spiritual path and everything. I agree. Um, So here comes the fun question. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. So if you had to describe yourself as one spiritual animal, which one would it be and why? Yeah, I think I would definitely have to be a wolf. And I have had many, many synchronicities um, revolving around a wolf. And so I definitely think a wolf would be. And it was funny because when I moved to California back in June, I started reading this book, um, Women Who Run With Wolves. I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it. No, I haven't actually. So you're going to go ahead and make me learn something yeah. new. So go to it. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of little folk tales and stuff about the wild woman archetype and they relate it back to the wolf. And um, it was funny because when I first moved here, I tried to read it many, many times and I just was not on that level yet I was telling my boyfriend like oh I don't think I'm mature enough to read this book yet because nothing was sticking and I just put it away I put it aside I said okay maybe now is not the time and when this whole quarantine lockdown stuff happened I was like okay you know I'm a I'm a Taurus son so I love being at home I love being productive I love being comfy and so I got the book and I said okay we meet again, right? Hi, we meet again. So I started reading the book and this time it really, really did resonate with me about what I was talking about, just that fiery energy that is um, a wolf. A wolf is wants to be um, a lone wolf, but actually wolves work best in packs. And yeah, and... Yes there is nothing like a mama wolf protecting her cubs and, you know, just they compare mama wolf to a, a woman, a mother, and just how they are so fierce and how they would do anything for their children. And at the same time, how they are so nurturing and caring and just overall even fun with their cubs, you know, of 
teaching their cubs, but also letting their cubs make mistakes and learn on their own. Um, so that I really resonate with wolves and they come up all the time. I'll see them like I'll walk into like a kava bar and see a painting of a wolf and um, yeah, pull the wolf card in the spirit deck. And yeah, I would definitely say I, <laughs> I am that wolf that like fierce, fiery, yet, you know, very sensitive and intuitive person. Great. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> So next fun question for you. I'm going to do two more for you, okay? It's because we're in the spirit right now. So I, obviously, you know, we know each other through Rose Gold Goddesses. And I noticed in your personal that you went to Ecuador. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, I went to Ecuador this past uh, summer. And as I said earlier, my boyfriend's um, grandpa lives in Ecuador. He's from Ecuador. So um, we went with his family. And it was such an experience, really such an adventure, Um, We got to see like 75% of Ecuador, (laughs) the little country, because it's not that big. And we did a 10-day – was it 10 days? Well, we were there for 10 days, but we did um, a five-day just tour around Ecuador. So we went to different beaches. We went um, to different mountains and tried different food. It was amazing. And so funny that you reached out because um, in Ecuador, I saw just these darling little elves, these uh, little guys, and I was just so drawn to them. And I was talking to the lady who makes them in an artesian shop and, you know, she said, oh, these, they have different personalities and, you know, some will protect you, some will be, you know, very mischievous and I just love that. So like you, I also work with kids. And so I can appreciate the little um, mischievous energy and just that little fun energy. So um, yeah, I got a little, a little elf and his name is Ignacio and he is a protector. So yeah, I brought him here to help protect me. That's so interesting. Now that you're saying that, and I'm going to share this with all my listeners. Well, um, for for me, I know them as duendes, um, speaking from Argentina. And actually, one of the first ones that my mom actually made um, was actually called Ignacio because that is. Oh, my gosh. So that's so crazy and so ironic. I didn't I didn't even know, you know. And we were just talking about this, you know, off the, you know, yeah. live. But, you this know, is this such is an crazy. awesome synchronicity, you see. <laughs> wow. I have, like, goosebumps. I That's know. So that is awesome. And that, wow. And please give that message to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> because that is awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell her after we're done with this yeah. call for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. Oh. <laughs> so... Uh, the last fun question I have for you is what is your favorite crystal and Ooh, why? So uh, my favorite, favorite crystal, I'm going to have to say it's just the clear quartz because it is so powerful. It's so good for everything. So if you need protection, if you need um, some spiritual guidance, if you want to connect to your angels, if you even want cleansing or healing, 
that um, clear quartz does it all. So that is really, I call him the Mac Daddy crystal (laughs) because he is just so well-rounded and does it all. And yeah, I just love that clear quartz and I will always recommend it to other people. I heard that's the one where you get to like kind of cleanse all the other yeah crystals. definitely and it cleanses your crystals and it also cleanses your environment yeah it's super good with transmuting negative energy into positive energy great yeah. thank you for sharing that so can you talk to us a little bit about astrology and the signs and how it all correlates with your business? Yeah, so um, I love astrology and I love taking peeks at people's um, natal charts and stuff. I'm not so well versed in like the aspects and all that, but um, yeah, the astrology really, really did hit me with my business um, when I got my natal chart read and I had been getting these signs and synchronicities from the universe that um, I would be starting some sort of business and I would just like scoff at it before I'm like, huh? Yeah, right. Like, what am I going to open a a dog massage place or something? (laughs) Like I could, I didn't (laughs) see the vision. And after I got my needle chart read and I saw that um, my 10th house, which has to do with, um, business and just your um your life of how people see you and perceive you and that professional way was a pretty heavy house you know with my Taurus son there and that's really it really clicked and I'm like okay okay wait so I I think I am supposed to do a business okay it it got me to really take it serious and even look deeper into um just the signs and the houses too so, um, yeah, yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit more about the houses since some most listeners might not know what that Yeah, exactly yeah. Means? So in your birth chart, um, you're going to have 12 different houses because of the 12 different zodiac signs. And in each house, you're going to have a zodiac sign. And then um, you might have a few planets or you might not have any planets. So the different houses are going to relate to just different aspects in your life. So for example, the first house is going to be your house of self. So depending on what planets or what sign is in that house, it's going to say a lot about your self, your physical appearance, um, how you look. So it's funny when people say like, oh, if you have Sagittarius in your first house of self, Sagittarius is all about expansion and um, so you know you might have big aspects of you you know either a big butt or some big boobs or something like that (laughs) you might be blessed (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then we have the second house which is the house of value and your house of possessions so that's going to do a lot with um, money and with your home material aspects and things like that your third house is the house of intelligence which will also have to do with your um with your siblings and short trips and even education in that sense too. 
Um, and then you have your fourth house, which is the house of home and family and your childhood memories. Um, so the fourth house is really associated even like with your mom and the relationship with your mom. So like these houses are going to give you just different aspects of what is going on in your life right now, or, you know, even in your past, um, the fifth house is the house of self-expression. It's the house of joy and pleasure, um, even children. So, and that's the house, you know, associated with Leo. So it's going to be very creative. It's going to be um, very fun and joyous. The sixth house rules service, your health, your body, and your routine. And this is the house where you're going to have... Um, more insight on coworkers or subordinates and stuff like that and how that relates to your life, depending on, you know, what sign and um, planets are in there. Seventh house is relationships. So either friendships or intimate relationships or business partners. Um, it's all about that and really what your soul wants to actualize in a relationship. Um, in the eighth house, we have the house of, this is the one they call like the dark one because it's associated with Scorpio. So like death and <laughs> sex and magic and just like hidden mysteries and stuff like that. So that'll be the eighth house. Ninth house is um, really the house of philosophy and learning and teaching and spirituality. So in this house, you're going to be able to see, you know, if it's a heavy ninth house, you're probably going to be able to see people who are um, mediums or who might be psychic or who might uh, go down a more spiritual leader teacher lifestyle. That's the ninth house. And then the 10th house is all about your career. Like I said, your business relationships, how people see you in your professional life. And this house has a lot to do with your father too. Um, so it could be the relationship with your father or things that you have learned from your father and stuff like that. The 11th house is all about your visions, your goals. It's all about future. This is the house associated with Aquarius and Aquarius is that more like futuristic, always looking out for um, humanity and the humanitarian aspect. So that's the 11th house too. It's going to do with um, activism and just uh, groups of people, right? Groups of like-minded people um, working together, a community kind of. And then finally, we have the last house, which is the 12th house, and that um, has to do with other dimensions, with spirit, with just the co collective energy. So a lot of people like to think that this is this, like the house of death um, instead of Scorpio or instead of the um, eighth house. But yeah, this house is more like beyond death, right? Because death is just that like initial change in perspective and now once you get beyond death, you have all these different dimensions and you have just your spirit and your essence. And, um, yeah, so that really rules that divine connection. Wow. Ricky, thank you so much yes, for all that course. information. I, that's amazing. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. For I'm that. glad, you know, I'm telling you, I love it too. I, I really it. do. But it, it's a lot of work. Like I said, I, I know um, the basics, the house, 
the houses, the signs, the planets and stuff like that. But there is so much more to astrology. It is insane. Yeah. Wow. So since we covered a little bit about like what's new for you, um, just can you tell us like kind of how your necklaces, basically how they look? Can you describe them a little bit oh, more? Oh, yeah, definitely. For so I um, go for a simple yet very pretty light dainty um, <laughs> aspect. <laughs> so you're going to see um, very like small little crystals and it's a variety between polished and um, raw crystals. And then I do just wrap them in wire myself. Um, so you're going to see very small, delicate, dainty um crystals along with uh, a pendant which will usually have to do with something spiritual like the sun or a moon or a hamza hand or a lotus flower um, and they come in two colors either gold or silver and yeah they're just like I would say like very dainty small really I want to keep saying lovely but yeah just <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. You got to go ahead and, and yeah, just simple little, so just simple and pretty necklaces. Um, I really, really uh, spent a lot of time finding the right materials for this. I went to a gem show, got in contact with um, some wholesalers because yeah, I knew that this was something I wanted to do, but I, I did want my crystal jewelry to be unique I didn't want it to be like something that you had already people had already seen or people have already done I really wanted it to be unique to me so yeah every single one is unique is different and as I said I design them all myself and I have a lot a lot of fun doing it well thank you Ricky for sharing that and my last question that I always ask what does peace learn health peace mean to learn you? health to me really means being able to have that education to be able to have a healthy lifestyle which in turn brings you this peace this um energetic flow because the more you know then the more you are able to consciously act and consciously choose and decide different things um, and then once you have that responsibility and once you see that, um, no, you do actually have the control, a lot of the control to make your decisions, it does bring you into this state of just peace and overall health, right? So, yeah, that's, I think, all of this, you know, crystals or um, sage or witchcraft or even just mental health and you know different books and podcasts and stuff like this it all relates to your education for your health to be able to bring you to a nice high steady chill frequency Love it. Thank you so much, Ricky. For yes, thank you so much. And I'm going to have to get you on my podcast, too. <laughs> yes. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. If you like my podcast, please rate it at ratemypodcast slash peacelearnhealth. Also, please note podcast disclaimer. Any information statement 
opinions, whether it be mine or my guests, please consult your healthcare provider or professional advisor. Thank you.